Hello there, and welcome to episode 12 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me is your other host, Colin. What's poppin'? So today, we are going to get to a lot of Star Warsy stuff, but first, I have to introduce our special guest star that we have been talking about having on for a while now. Yeah. This special guest star is also quarantined inside this home with Colin and myself and my husband. Mm. And she is 16 years old, a junior in high school, and my other offspring. Hello, Delaney. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to have the giggles, everyone. Because this is our first time podcasting. She's also good at clip every time she talks, so... (laughs) Oh, yeah, and this is our first time using a multi-directional feature on this microphone because we don't have a third mic. Right. So I hope it sounds okay, but we'll we'll apologize in advance in case it sounds terrible. But, um, okay, so Delaney, we've been waiting to have you on because you're a big Clone Wars fan. Woo! Right? Yes! <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay, and... So we're going to just start off with a like a little interview process to let our listeners know a little bit about you. Okay, so first things first. What is the first Star Wars memory that you have? Well, it's probably not the first experience I've had with Star Wars, but the first thing no, I No, the first can, memory. Okay, yeah. The first thing I remember like specifically is the hyperspace hoopla. Oh, at Disney World, and I specifically remember that I won a trivia contest somehow. It was probably like, "Who's the main character of Star Wars?" At the hyperspace <laughs> hoopla. Yes, it was on this. It, I don't remember okay, where. For those that do not know, the hyperspace hoopla was a like a variety show that they used <laughs> to do on the big stage um, at Star Wars weekends, Disney World, Hollywood Studios. This was back. Not that long ago. It was what, like it's a prequel. They stopped doing it like maybe four years ago when they announced they were going to be opening Galaxy's Edge. I think. Is that right? Yeah. Does that, that seem right? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure what year that was, but um. Anyway, they stopped having Star Wars weekends, but the hyperspace hoopla was a riot. And if you've never heard of it or seen it, go on YouTube. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor. Go on YouTube and watch it because it is super funny, super cheesy. Those are like, if you've seen GIFs of um, Vader, like disco dancing and stuff, that's <laughs> probably from the Hyperspace Hoopla. Anyway, go ahead. I don't remember a trivia contest though. And well, also, if you've never cheered on Chewie because he loses every time the, da- the dance contest, if you've never cheered on Chewie, you're not a true Disney fan. Uh... But, okay, what was the trivia contest, though? Tell there me was a that. trivia contest, and I won, and I won a Zed action figure. I don't think I have it anymore. I must have thrown it away because... What? I have that, no That's her name, right? The assassin? Zed? No. The girl? Zam. Zam. Zam, I'm sorry. That's awkward. You threw away an action figure of Zam? <sighs> Possibly. <What? laughs> this sounds... I might You're have. done here. I Unplug never saw mic. the prequels yet. You didn't let me see them. Oh, really? I finally watched the prequels when we went to like... 
Okay, I would see the DVDs of, like, with, of Revenge of the Sith in, like, the gift shops at Disney World, and I would think it was, like, a fever dream or something. Like, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I thought it was Han Solo. Okay, well, anyway. But that's my first memory. That's so funny. I don't remember. Where was the trivia? Like, were we standing it at was... the stage or something? Or was it inside Where was somewhere? it? I don't remember. I think it was by the hat. Where the hat used to be. Oh, okay. So that was in later years because the hyperspace hoopla used to be over on that stage that is now the Jedi Trials over by um, uh, Star Tours. That's not where the trivia contest was, though. The trivia contest was like a stage that they brought out. Yeah, but I don't feel like they started doing that until later years of of the Star Wars weekends. But anyway, that's really funny that that's your first memory. I literally couldn't could not go farther back. That's the first wow. thing I remember. How old do you think you were? I think I well, I was still wearing Justice probably. So <laughs> Justice. disgusting times. So you're probably like seven, six, probably five or six. And I won a trivia contest. <laughs> How did you even win that? You probably contest? like whispered the answers to me. Probably we cheat because you wanted me to win. We cheat. Okay. Um, second. Whip out that oh, lit. I told her. I told Hold her. Hold on. In wait, 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 wait. Oh. Am I supposed to answer these questions as well? Go ahead. Yes. Okay. I'd like to know that too. So. Mm, <laughs> You're done. This is awkward. Should we come back to you? No, no, no. Um, I actually. This is probably well. Okay, this isn't my earliest one, but this is probably my earliest significant one, most significant. Um, when we went to go see the John Williams in concert, long time ago, so, or maybe it was just Star Wars in concert. I don't think it was him. That's your first. I don't think memory. that's your. First. It's not my first memory, but it's like one of the bigger ones of my life. No, what's Early your first? Life. I don't remember my first. It's, pro- it's probably like Lego Star Wars video game. Could, could be, be that. <laughs> could be could be playing Star Wars Battlefront with my, or, I can't remember even seeing the movies. I used to play with you a lot. But um. I used to, yeah, I used to play the Star Wars Battlefront 1, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the originals on PlayStation 2. I'm actually, I'm pretty shocked that neither one of you said anything to do with watching Clone Wars because... I don't remember Clone... I only remember Ahsoka, Mom. I literally, she's all I remembered about that But show. I just remember walking into the playroom a lot, that being on, <laughs> him playing Legos, you probably playing something else, but at least like... Clone Wars was on TV all the time. But, oh, another thing I remember. We would play Star Wars Lego, I don't know what it's called, but it was, like, with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, and that was before I watched the prequels, so I thought that those were special characters for the video game. Man, did I mess up yes, how I Because the first time I ever watched the prequels was, like, in a hotel room in Disney World. You failed. <laughs> I apologize. I, I'm surprised by all of this. Honestly. Wait, but let me finish. I, you would always play as Qui Gon, right? I mean, you would always make me be Obi Wan. I think was it the Phantom Menace Lego game? It. It was just called Lego Star Wars: The Video Game. It was the first one that came out. It oh. was episodes one, two, and three, and then okay. there was a bonus episode four level mm-hmm. that was really weird. And you would always play as Qui Gon because Obi Wan was the pad one, and because I'm the younger sibling, you would bully me, probably, <laughs> and you would make me be Obi Wan, even though I didn't even know who either of them were. So that's fine with me. Wow, I'm being called out on my parenting fail regarding and the prequels. I'm un- sorry, everyone. I apparently. Uh, 
am the worst. Boo! An- another thing that you failed at, when we played Star Wars Battlefront, we would be at, like, Coruscant. And I didn't know it was Coruscant. I thought it was New York. Oh. Oh. Right, it's the New York of Star Wars. I thought they, so, like, based it off of New York. It's the New York of Star Wars. Moral of the story, you failed. Next question. <laughs> okay, but this is BS because I took you to see Revenge of the Sith when you were five. Yeah, but I'm not going to say that that's a memory. I know, but I'm just saying I was not. I don't want people to withhold think I was withholding the prequels um, from my kids. I was not. It just, I guess I just screwed up Delaney. Colin seems fine. <laughs> 50, 50, one out, of, one out of two, 50-50. I did okay. All right, we have to move on. <laughs> Just run down your rankings of the films. Go. Best to worst? Number one. Start with number one. Okay. Yeah. Number one. My favorite one is Attack of the Clones. Interesting. And, okay. <laughs> don't attack me. I'm not. And then, <laughs> that's to the viewers. Oh, don't attack you. Yeah, please don't no attack one's me. Gonna, I told you a million times. People love the prequels, so don't worry okay, about it. Okay, good. Uh, number two is The Last Jedi. Woo. Number three is a tie between... Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith. I did have it ranked, but then I thought they're, like, the same. And then number five is Force Awakens. Number six is Phantom Menace. Seven is Rogue One. Uh, eight is A New Hope, or Star Wars, if you will. Uh, nine is Return of the Jedi. Ten is Solo. And eleven is... Should I even say it? Yes. Should I say the name? Like, yes. Rise of Skywalker. Okay, <laughs> so Attack of the Clones is your favorite Star Wars film. Um, give me at least one or two reasons why. Well, for my reason that it's my favorite specifically is its peak, Ewan McGregor. He has all the best scenes. Legit the, For the three movies that he's in, the best scenes that he's in are in that movie. Like on um, Camino? Mm-hmm. That scene on Camino is great. I love that one. First of all, his hairdo. Absolutely fantastic, love. Uh, I don't know why you don't like it. I. It's kind of a mullet. It's... A, okay, <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that Anakin's mullet in Revenge of the Sith is not good? That is not a mullet. That is sexy mean? Skywalker hair. Fine, whatever, incorrect. whatever. Okay. But those two reasons, and then... I don't know. He just has, like, the best lines in that one, too. Like, he's the funniest, in my opinion. He's just not funny in the first one, first of all. No, he's really not. He And he has that awful braid. Don't even get me started. Okay, reason <laughs> number two why that's your favorite. Those are all the reasons. Oh, you don't have any <laughs> other reasons? Oh. Just Obi-Wan? <laughs> also, I like Padme's costumes in that. Oh, my God. That. It, Except it, for, for sure. that one costume with the sexy cleavage. Yeah. That one's not. My I can do either. without that one, but I like her picnic dress and I like her Naboo dress, the rainbowy one. Oh yeah. The oh I have that sweatshirt on. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, who's the handmaiden that dies? Corday. And Rip, Rip Corday. So that's important to note. <laughs> I think. It is important respect to Corday. We need to respect Corday. <laughs> okay and. What was your second favorite? Oh, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is a multitude of reasons why that's Okay. Technically, that would... If I'm going by which ones are actually the best one, that one would be first. 
but I just prefer... No, we just, we do our favorites. It doesn't matter what other people think. Well, that one, in my opinion, is the best, the best one. I just like Attack of the Clones better because of Obi-Wan. Personal reasons. Personal reasons. And nostalgia. But you're saying that you think The Last Jedi is, like, the most well-made. Most well-written? It's, it's the most well-written, the best cin- cinematography. I don't really listen to the music, but the music is good, too. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Um. I'm sorry. You know what? No. <laughs> Prequel music is my favorite, so I can go by that, because Duel of the Fates is good, and uh, what? what's the other one? Um, Battle, Battle of the Heroes. The Heroes. That one's my favorite one, other than Ray's theme. Battle of the Heroes is my favorite. So well, that know. was a good... I didn't ask you that question, but it's good that you brought that up. Oh. Your favorite music. Okay, um, so Clone Wars, would you agree that Clone Wars is your favorite brand of Star Wars? Yeah, and that also goes with the prequels, so I'm I'm just a prequel, all prequel gal. Okay, so what is your favorite episode or arc from the Clone Wars series? Well, I have two. I like the whole Mortis trilogy. I find it fascinating it reminds me of Last Jedi, how it, like, sticks out like a sore thumb, but that's Actually, also because it's the best. I'm just going to tell people this because you say this all the time. Whenever anyone says, what's your favorite Star Wars trilogy, girlfriend says, the Mortis trilogy. <laughs> so I didn't really screw you up that much. If you think the Mortis trilogy is the best trilogy, that is... Mwah. You know, pe- people like to tell me sometimes that A New Hope is... Star Wars to a T, but don't even try to tell me that Mortis is not Star Wars. It is. It is. Star It's literally the light, the dark, the balance. It shows you what happens to Darth Vader. It's everything to me, Mom. I completely concur (laughs) and agree on every level. It's amazing. Oh, wait, the other one. I had another favorite, too. I like the, uh, the episode where Ahsoka leaves. Even though it's traumatizing, but... It is traumatizing. It's still good. Okay, so that brings us to my final question for you, which is, who are your favorite characters? Character or characters? My favorite characters are Obi-Wan from the prequel trilogy, not the original. Fine. Okay, some (laughs) might say he's Ben Kenobi. I say Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, okay. Who else? Uh, Ahsoka. And I also really like Lando. Because he's funny, no, so... No one else? <laughs> well, he's not... Okay, I like Anakin from... Specifically from Clone Wars, because he's less creepy mm. <laughs> okay. than he is in the prequels, but... Alright, so... I wouldn't say he's my favorite. You're not a shipper, no. generally. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a very romantic person in general, so I don't like to ship people. But there is a couple that you <laughs> live for. Who is oh. the couple that you live for? Here we go. Okay, I'm going to say the couple and then I'll explain. <laughs> I ship Ahsoka and Anakin. And let me explain. Not in the way you would think. I don't ship them as a couple. I ship them as best friends. <laughs> I best like friends. I like to best friend people. They're, <laughs> they're my favorite. Any and all no shifts, only best friends. Any well, and all movies, TV shows. She's never like, 
oh well sometimes you're like oh cute romance but it's mostly rare. it's like they're best friends more of them they're best, best friends friend. yeah it's a whole thing in our house so um explain best friending anakin and ahsoka well it really all it's just the cutest thing in the world to me because they start off like really not liking each other and then they become best friends, daughter, father, son, or not son, what the, daughter, father, brother, sister is where I'm trying to get Bro- to. Brother, sister. Sorry. But they're just, oh, it's so good. And, um, you know, we have concerns that this new um, season of Clone Wars, we're not going to get <laughs> much best friend stuff between them, I don't think, just because I think the timing is not good. They have to split up pretty, like, they're. Uh, if we're leading up to Order 66, which is probably what we're leading up to, I mean, they're separated. Yeah. He's going to get sent, him and Obi-Wan are going to get sent to uh, save Chancellor Palpatine, and then that's that. So, it's maybe not, we'll get one episode of them together? Maybe? We're probably going to get a scene similar to when Anakin and Obi-Wan are talking for the last time. No! Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, no, 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 no. And we were actually speculating the other day about when Order 66 happens, what is Ahsoka going to sense no. about Anakin? Because clearly from Rebels, she doesn't realize he's still alive, I guess. So, it could get really upsetting. You know, you know when Leia has her moment after Solo gets Yeah. gets got. I, I think it's going like, to be similar to that. I feel like it's going to be something like that. But I had my realization yesterday that I'm not going to get much best friends, so I watched a 30-minute compilation of Ahsoka and Anakin scenes. Y'all have to show me that. <laughs> I want to watch it. I cried. I want to watch it. At that one scene that I cry at every single freaking time. She thought, this is what's hilarious. She thought I was going to make fun of her for watching YouTube Star Wars videos when I spend... Because I cried. Uh, yeah, but you think I don't sit there and watch Raylo videos and cry sometimes? But I don't cry <laughs> at Star Wars. That's the thing. Like, you go to a movie and you're like... <laughs> <But> <laughs> I sit next to you in the movie theaters. But no comment. But why... <laughs> Why would you think I would laugh at you about that, of all things? Because I don't cry. I'm not emotional, and then I cry at that. Like, that's embarrassing. Well, same. Yeah, but you cry at Star Wars in general. I know, but this makes no sense as to why you would think I would be teasing you about it. I don't know. Colin would. (laughs) Colin probably would, but not... Nah. Okay. She would. All right. Good interview. Okay. (laughs) So, let's do Star Wars current events, because that's what we normally do at the beginning of the show. Um, Colin, do you want to um, do the fake teletype? Oh. <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh, God. <laughs> um, however, I'm ch- I, I purchased some current events music. I'm not going to say what it is. Oh. <laughs> It's not going to probably make it into this episode, but soon there is going to be current events music. We're going to have to say, rest in peace, teletype machine, <laughs> fake teletype machine. Yeah. It's All been right. a good time. It has been a good time. Um, <laughs> and fun. oh, shout out to Brandon, as always. Like We have to <laughs> shout out to Brandon for something, for actually <laughs> researching and sending me a, a clip of 
uh, an audio clip of a teletype machine, and I was a little offended because I think oh, wait, he doesn't really? appreciate. Yes, I think he doesn't appreciate my sound effects. That'd be Whatever, cool. man. That'd be cool. But now we have something better. Well, you know what? I've always I've always wanted this particular music for our current events. So. Guys, I wrote a uh, thirteen minute long current events theme. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He didn't. It's not mine. But it wouldn't have been surprising if he did. I wrote it. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be kind of quick because there wasn't there weren't a lot of current events this week or since mm. our last episode. But I did get the Art of Rise of Skywalker book. I think I mentioned Yay. that. I have started annotating. Mm. I don't know if we'll do an episode on it or not, but I mean, I just like to annotate. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Lego Masters. This Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. All right. The show Lego Masters. If you're not watching this, what are you even doing with your quarantine life? Because it's so much fun. Watching Tiger King or Ozark. Bullet, yeah. Bullet journaling. <laughs> Bullet journaling. <laughs> watching Tiger King. Obsessing about devs. Oh, de- oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Everyone in my house has watched devs and they keep talking about Morse code okay, and here's bubbles. A, this is a current event. It's not a Star Wars current event, but just uh, Colin and I are going to podcast about this show. We have to. We absolutely. Tell them the, tell them the name. Effing have to. Tell them the name. The name of our very lame, probably podcast about devs <laughs> is going to be called Decoding devs not not like a coat but like decode no i like that (laughs) that's good that's funny thank you i thought of it last night laying in bed i was like oh my god i have the perfect name so now we have to do it i'm proud snaps for mom thank you what was my idea really something dumb no was it It (laughs) wasn't uh... like bubbles and devs i I don't know (laughs) but it was i laughed at it whatever it was uh (laughs) you're not good at naming things that's not true. I'm the namer. I'm good at naming things. I probably would have come up with that. It's not original. You're good at naming it's your musical good. pieces. Okay, what? okay. We're, we're getting off the rails. <laughs> Wait, should I watch right. it though? We're off the rails. I Get back to the rails. Just want to know. Children, both they I don't both want have to. <laughs> they both have ADD, so this is like <laughs> hurting sorry. cats. Oh yeah. Let's go. Okay, so Lego Masters Wednesday night, eight PM Central Time. They're building Star Wars on Lego Masters. Wait, is it? That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't no. happened yet? Oh. No. No, oh. it's like legit building scenes from Star Wars. Oh, dude. Not just like ships? No, scenes. And they'll probably do the little Lego animation like they do on that show. It's going to be oh, good. Oh, that's true. That's and true. I believe I saw Droid, like, that, like <gasps> Frisio, I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fun. Do you think it's going to be, uh, it's got to be. What? It's got to be Anthony Daniels in that. It's got to be. There's no chance. Like a life-size? Well, yeah, maybe they like, recorded his a voice. guy walking in. I don't know if he'll actually be in the oh. suit. I would be shocked. Also, but we gotta talk. We gotta guess which scenes do you think that they're gonna well, do? Well, I kind of already saw. I saw like the. Clip. Oh, I have it. Shame. So I know I can't guess. All right, Delaney, Shame. I can guess. Delaney, which one? do you I think? at least know two of them. All right, which one do you think? I, I have someone. I have someone else on the podcast to talk to now. This is weird. It's a lot. Ostracized. Jeez. Right. Uh, Probably the. What the uh, heck? I can't think of it. I keep wanting to call it the Sarlacc Pit, but that's not what it's called. Do you know what I'm thinking? Well, of? no, we know. It's on Tatooine. Yeah, that is a thing. No, not it's the Sarlacc. It's pit. not. That's not what I'm thinking of, though. Oh, well, the then. worm. It's the big worm in no, space. No, they're stuck oh. in like a room and it's closing. Trash compactor. Trash yes, compactor. they. Pro- I don't know. I feel like I would like to see that. That would be cool. That would be cool. I'm. I already know that there's gonna be a Ben Kenobi and Darth Vader duel scene. It's gonna happen. But does it have to I move? Would... 
I honestly don't know if it's going to move. Oh, I don't know. Well, then I might change my answer. No, people have been good at making things move, though, so people are probably imaginative. Those enough. guys got eliminated, though. The guys who always do the the movement, they got kicked off. Wait, the the, uh, the really happy-go-lucky people? No, the engineers. The engineers. Oh, that's right. Um, Sorry, spoilers, if you are not haven't watched LEGO Masters. Oops. I would like if they did the TIE Your Fighter point. battle. Which like, one? if they did just ships, that'd be cool. I mean, I would be a fan. Some kind of battle? Yeah, space battle. Though. That'd be lame, because they wouldn't have a backdrop. Well, I can tell you that True. the two things that I know for sure are neither one of those. Wait, can you tell me? So fail. I'm not going to watch are it. Are there any so. prequel ones? <gasps> um, that'd be weird. I only Vibes. saw two, and okay, I well. know there's more than two teams left, so... Tell me. Yeah, which ones did you see, then? I'm not going to spoil it for people, no. Can you write it down? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Fine. Jeez. Okay. Um, and the mm. other big current event of the week, also very sad for me personally, the final episode <laughs> of Star Wars Rollout, uh. episode three, Ben Solo and the Bug Hunters. Otherwise known as a baby cartoon. Ba- <laughs> or as I like to call it, small potatoes. Yeah, the Looney thinks they look like small potatoes. They kind of do. That was a thing on YouTube, right? Like a little YouTube It was on series? Disney Junior. okay for children (laughs) so we're not gonna like spend the amount of time we spent last week because that was like almost an hour of ben solo in the bug country are these pages i'm looking at right now stop looking at my pages bruh Bruh. i thought that was the actual bit embarrassment (laughs) all right let me just tell you what happens because i'm sure that delaney did not watch it and i'm not even sure that i haven't watched it you showed me it Hmm? You never asked me to watch them. I've never seen any of them. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what happens. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. So we left off with, um, how does it leave off? Oh, you oh, call yourself oh Ben is flying, Ben is flying the, um, speeder into a very steep dive oh, yeah, with Han right. and Chewie in the back, just like Anakin. Yes. That was adorable. That was my call out okay so So um, remind everyone that was me so they end up back in the um the bug hunters lair or ship or i think it's a lair and a ship not really sure but there's a bunch of butterflies that's where they have the cages of butterflies so they're in there and ben starts releasing the rest of all the butterflies because they represent the light side of the force that's inside him okay so han and chewie see that the blue glowy pots of those are the crystals see i was unclear about that (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little i was really unclear what role the crystals from the first episode were gonna be like is that what they're getting paid in crystals like how does this work but no the crystals the the butterflies flap around and it's like pixie dust almost but they're little crystals and that's what's valuable that's what everybody's trying to take out of off this planet um okay so han and chewie see the the big pots of the crystals but the bug hunters come and they attack them again (laughs) inside of the lair and to keep his baby safe han grabs ben and he's like oh no and they run up like they they're running up all the cages you know they're like climbing up the cages Mm. 
But he's got him, and he's, like, holding him and keeping him safe. That's so sweet. Too bad that, uh... Shut up. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's, it's, like, the most uwu thing I've ever oh. seen. Well, use that one more time. Uwu. Bully hurt. You know, I am gonna... I can just cut, the- cut your mouth. <laughs> I feel like it. All right, continue. I'm listening. <clears throat> okay, so the bug hunters are attacking... And Han has got Chewie, or, or I'm sorry, Han has got Ben. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's holding him close. And they're kind of like, oh no, what are we going to do? Because they've chased him up to the top. All of a sudden, the big ship layer starts to tip the uh, opposite direction. Mm. Chewie has gotten control of the layer ship in the cockpit. Oh, that was cool. That was actually kind of cool. <laughs> and he tips it so that all the bug hunters and all the cages fall to the ground like they're falling out and they're like dumping out the door right. yep. and you hear him going ah it's cute okay <laughs> yeah, they're falling to their death okay Adorable. so in my opinion this is this is han and chewie trying to protect ben from the dark side ah uh, okay metaphorically I mean, yeah. that's what's happening okay so um he takes control of the ship. He dumps all the spider... Oh, yeah. All the spiderweb cages are falling out, too, uh-huh. with the bug hunters. Ew. The bad guys. One last bug hunter, though. He's very stubborn. He's got the crab machine. And he's in, a, like, a little crab <laughs> walker machine <laughs> that's, like, it's man, cool. it's, like, pinching, you know, it's little yeah. claws are going. And it's going after Ben <gasps> no. and Han. It can't be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, he's chasing Ben and Han. Cool. And all of a sudden, Ben bounces out of Han's arms, or, you know, he doesn't really have arms. Doesn't he grab a gun or something? No, he grabs the, like, the sap or the honey or whatever it was, excuse me, that the bug hunters were using to trap the butterflies and throws it at the guy, the one last bug hunter in the crab machine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it covers them. And so then he lets, so then all the butterflies are attracted to that and they swarm him and they lift him up and they fly away out the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with that last stubborn, annoying bug hunter bad guy. Yeah, he gone. So, in my Jeez. opinion, this represents Ben's finally, like. Alleviated. Uh, you know, it's his last. Here, this is this is what I'm going to do to finally get rid of the darkness and send you know the light is going to swarm the darkness and just carry it away. Oh yeah, true. Light does indeed swarm the darkness. Yes, <clears throat> particularly so, swarming. But then, okay, so that happens. So they're all like, "Yay, the bad guys are gone!" But Chewie comes down, and he realizes that he has, while he was t- you know tipping the ship. To get rid of all the bad guys and the cages and stuff. All of the crystals are now also gone. Oh, yeah. So he kind of goes, which is sad. <laughs> He's Fail. like, man, all this trouble. Crystals are all gone. Mm-hmm. So we they're literally getting nothing from this trip, I guess. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Breaking bad. <laughs> crystals. The crystals. Oh, my gosh. Mess. Yeah, Donald. She just binge breaking bad <laughs> everything's breaking bad related right now. everything's devs related to me right now N- me too 
Okay, so all the crystals are gone. They're they're kind of bummed. Like even Han and Ben are like, oh, they make little sad noises. But but then but in the end, Han picks up Ben whoa. and they share they share a little they share a little giggly moment. It's adorable. Another ooh. No, doesn't he have just a Latanya? My bad. She's not done talking about her basketballs. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, they share a cute little ooh giggle. And then it cuts to the Falcon flying through hyperspace, so we assume to go back home. Okay. And it cuts to baby Ben, who's asleep, innocently, on the like in the seat with the jar table. Is oh, he a baby? Okay. He's pretty little. He's probably like four or something. He's toddler. Oh. For sure. Like First of all, why is he bringing him on these... He doesn't... You know what? Go you need to go to watch. Episode nine. Oh, whoa, whoa, or listen whoa. to episode nine. Yes. Getting attacked over here. <laughs> <laughs> we watch Star Wars roll out in this house, young lady. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. She does. Okay. Okay, back, right. back on track. Yeah, Focus. Yeah. All right. So Ben is sleeping as they are flying home. And all of a sudden, Chewie notices something sparkly <gasps> in Ben's pocket. Okay, so Ben is sleeping, which to me... Oh, and Chewie Chewie takes out his lightsaber (gasps) and holds it over him. ...is a metaphor for all the time (laughs) that Ben was on the dark side. The sweet little kid that they knew was asleep. Oh, But in his pocket, still Uh, some sparkly blue crystals representing the light side. That's cool. Of him. So... I see you. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of funny. They pick up Ben. He's still asleep. They turn him upside down and they kind of shake him a little bit. And all these crystals fall out of his clothes and his pockets and everything. So the whole time, Ben had all this light side inside of him. But it was asleep. That's cute. But it was his family that brought it out of him. Metaphorsical. Metaphorsical. (laughs) Literature. Hideo. Yeah. Who snaps here? Come on. Oh. oh, that's true. Snaps. <laughs> um, I assume that that is the end of Star Wars rollout. Sadly, because I don't. Think oh, you think that's the last one? I think it's the last one. Oh, uh, is it like... unless there's a surprise and there's more, but I think that was it. Okay. Are they like originals, or is They're it like originals. the one with all the girls that are just like re- redos of scenes that already exist? Oh, you're talking about Forces of Destiny? Yeah. I mean, those were all originals too. They were just like inserted little stories. But yeah, these, these were also... these were originals, yes. Oh, really? Yes. And we did a whole series about how all these baby cartoons is what Colin thought they were. <laughs> I just say it as a joke. I'm sorry. Are highly, highly metaphorical and extremely well done Star Wars storytelling. It is really cool. And the guy that did them, Hideo Itoyanagi, is now my hero, and I want him hired full time by Lucasfilm. That's what I want. And that's the tea. That is um... the tea. Yeah, I just think it's cool that, because I don't think I've seen, because people always say like Star Wars, Star, sorry, my head's everywhere. People always say that Star Wars is for children, you know? I mean, George said it. Yeah, so he said it. So, like, But I just think it's interesting that this is kind of like the first, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of, we've been seeing a lot of animated, real like kids cartoon shorts, you know? So, like, with this rollout stuff. And then there's the Forces of Destiny. Is that the one with the mini-stories for every character, or is that just... Mm-mm. The Forces of Destiny were all the female characters. Okay, but do you know based... what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's um, Galaxy of Adventures. Yeah, so it's co- the one voiced by Zuko. Zuko. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm just saying, 
I think it's cool that there's this kind of like uh almost a renaissance kind of of how we interpret it how we interpret the stories and how it's like to the core for children but like it's also metaphorical on this level i think it's very interesting and he brought it out well you know what i mean yeah those hideo um, is his name right hideo etoyanagi yeah i feel like it's cool new lens i guess it's always interesting to see a new lens on something i like all i like um both those other YouTube series that you mentioned a lot. I like them all. Yeah. But this one really hit me mm-hmm. on, you know, I'm, I'm, I literally cannot watch a story. I know. I, I know. It just, I can't just sit and watch a story. I see the layers immediately and it just hits me. Yep. Roll Same. out so freaking metaphorical. Whether he's intending it or not, I don't know. Maybe he's just a really good storyteller and, the things are there whether he intended them to be or not i mean again if you can interpret it and it clearly follows out of as a story then that means it's good you know what i mean i remember though when we were reading that interview on the last episode he did say he wanted these stories to have a message and meat and a meaning to them but also double entendre maybe but also appeal to the smallest like the youngest star wars fans and i obviously they're adorable of course they do like delaney oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like tiny little two-year-old delaney anyway delaney's yawning out here she's bored (laughs) so we're about to get to um the main segment of the show yay there's really no more i don't think there's any more current events can you think of anything else this week I don't think so. No, I think other than Twitter drama, which I refuse to talk about. Ooh. Oh, come on! No, come on, please! Absolutely not. Okay, you know they want to hear it. Nope. You know, right now, nope. anyone listening to this wants to hear it. I'm not going to bring it up. I think we're done with current events. Okay, fine. Do the those people don't get clout. <laughs> On that note, those people don't get clout. <laughs> okay, so the main topic of today, and the reason why Delaney is here really is because we're going to talk about um the three episodes that we've gotten so far from the clone wars um that have our beloved ahsoka in them ahsoka tano is back yeah ahsoka's queen (laughs) okay i forgot to write down the name of episode five but i think is it a friend in need is that right no is that the first ahsoka one i is it no. It, well, the, fir- the first one, the first one with Ahsoka is like gone with a trace or something like that. Oh right. Yeah. Dang. Ha. Don't wait, you can leave this segment. Don't Hold you on. Leave this. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> is it gone with the trace? I thought that yes, was the second one. You know what? I'll look it up. Yeah, you do that while Disney I start talking. Plus. Okay, you don't have to talk while you're looking. Sorry. <laughs> this is a podcast. We don't Swipe announce what up. we're doing. <laughs> okay. Let me look real fast at this. What do you want to know? Episode 5? Episode 5 of Clone Wars Season 7. Just the title, just because I feel ridiculous that I didn't write it down. Is it coming with a trace? I think you're right. What kind of host are you, dog? <laughs> I think I deserve ten bucks if I'm right. I think it is going with a trace. 
I'm almost Yep, positive. it is. Butchering. It's guy with the giant butchering. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a sound clip soon of Colin going, butchering. <laughs> that did, was... someone, did anyone say anything about that? No. You thinking I it's just laughed hysterically. Butchering. Because it was so funny. All right. Okay, she's right. It's Gone with the Trace. Episode Ooh. five. <laughs> Clown. The debut of a couple of new characters as well as the return of Ahsoka Tano. But let's talk about yeah. the proverb. We're not going to call them oh, fortune cookies anymore, right. even though that's what Dave Filoni likes to call them, because we're just trumping him now, I guess. Wait, why are we not calling them that? I don't know. You said last time, like, I feel like they're more proverbs. Oh, did I <laughs> Yes. Only Yikes. you. Okay, so. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're not really fortune tellers. So here on this show, we're calling them proverbs, because we have a, yeah. a, a superiority complex, I guess. Yeah. All right, so it was. Ooh, and I really like this one, too. <laughs> if there is no path before you create your own yeah snaps hashtag trace and immediately <laughs> that makes me think of multiple things it made me think of multiple things it made me think of the road less traveled yep oh yeah. which we mentioned uh, that last week and who wrote that uh, colin don't hello robert, robert frost robert frost <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wait. Say. Yeah, you screw that, that up again. You know that poem? I read it in uh, sophomore year. So you know that poem? Last year, yeah. I think yeah. people, I think it's like a commonly... It's a very famous poem. poem. To read. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But the, doesn't really it kind of sound like that? It does. It does. Yeah, the principle sort of. is the same. And it also has kind of a, it has kind of a Joseph Campbell feeling to it. Because uh. he used to say things like, follow your bliss... And there's one quote from him. He used to say that. Follow your bliss. That was a big thing for him. Nice. But he also used to say stuff like, there's a, fa- there's a really well-known quote, and I'm going to butcher it right now. <laughs> but it's okay. something like, if the path you see ahead of you is easy, it's probably not your path. It's probably, like, you, your path is going to be unique. Big brain. And maybe difficult mm. but again like you have to follow your bliss so there's some, interesting it, i mean it just i don't know it so he thought that like that bliss was the hard route your bliss is what makes you feel like yourself like okay. your so like it's like calling self uh self affirmation actualization actualization dang it yeah yeah, kind of. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that's... Anyway, it just kind of reminded me of those two When are we get into that philosophy episode? Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I think it's like... It's like a... Um, you're pipe dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the right You're throwing, thing. Mom. You're throwing. Okay, you know what? It is... It's really late. It's 11.15 at night right now. Oh. Just so you know. What? Jeez, yeah. we have school. <laughs> I know. These, these I don't care. Yeah, I'll shut up. Okay. So it starts out. Okay. Should I? Okay, let's just start where it starts. Um, It starts with Ahsoka flying on her little speeder. Yeah. Down into the portal to level 1313 of Coruscant. Which is, is that what like, it's called? It's called level thirteen. I thought, she, I thought she was like making a simile or something. No, no, no. It's literally called level thirteen thirteen. Okay. And that's cool. That's cool. You might remember this, but maybe not. 
There was supposed to be a video game. Yep, Bofet. Yeah. I was actually just about to say it, but I thought wait, it was 11 11 for Wait, I remember that. And it they got. They announced it. They announced it. Cancelled. I looked it up because I, I was that. like, I remember this. Am I crazy? I looked it up. They announced it at E3. Yeah. No, it was a long time ago. Not that long it. ago. 2012. Dude, that's eight years ago. But that's, <laughs> that's not that long ago. Okay, it's fine. the Bye. year of the buyout. I was eight years old. That was pretty long ago. I mean, okay, from that perspective, it's a long I time think, ago. I think. Ah, man. Anyway. I've never been so mad. Yeah, a lot of people were really mad. I'm pretty sure it's because... <laughs> so mad. I'm pretty sure it's because someone leaked it, too, which makes it even worse. But I don't... Th- they Why announced it at E3. It was like an official announcement. Yeah. And then? And then it turned oh. into the Mandalorian, so relax. Okay, okay, true. True. <laughs> but that game would have been so good. As a non-gamer, I'd much rather have the Mandalorian than a video game about Pink. Okay, well. Anywho, <laughs> they have repurposed 1313 for the Clone Wars. So anyway, she's, like, going down into the lower levels. Like, she's descending yeah. into the underworld. It's Dante's Inferno. It's a lot of things. And um, her speeder starts to basically not work anymore. Yeah. And the direction of the scene. Oh, yeah. My jaw was on the floor. It was so good. It's interestingly good. Like the whole crashing and her hanging from the handlebars and then... And then hanging from the handlebars, turning sideways, and running yeah. along the side oh, of I the portal. That. Yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was kick-ass. Yeah, it's Buffy. Cool. Buffy. She is very Buffy-like in these three episodes. Honestly, kind of. Because she leaves the, um, uh, the watch? What is it? I don't know. I forget what they call it. But she leaves, like, her organization to, like, be her own person and mm-hmm. live her Ooh. own way. Also, yeah. her sweet moves. Her sweet moves. <laughs> She's got a lot of sweet moves. And, and clothing, for that matter. Oh my god, can we talk about the jumpsuit? Oh yeah, here. I'm gonna take it away, man. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is. Plumber. With that jumpsuit. <laughs> and the long torsoed. Yeah, cool. Myself and Delaney will never be able to wear it, even if they make it, because we are long torsoed and it won't fit right. I'll find a way. <laughs> it's a make lot it of, stout. It's a lot of <laughs> Okay, so the ship crashes, or her bike happens to crash on this platform, and she meets a new friend named Trace Martez, and um, they are kind of, uh, Ahsoka's a little suspicious of her, I would say. Yeah. She has trust issues now. Excuse me? Yeah, she does have trust issues now, and rightly so. True. She's been betrayed by- She's been wrong. Her best friend. Best friend. Don't cry. Stay strong. But anyway... um, We'll get through this. Trace is actually pretty cool because she offers her help. Yep. And Osoki even says, why are you helping me? And she's like, well, it seems like the right thing to do. That will play into my little... um, That will play into my little uh, theory later. Oh, here we go. Oh, are you saving that for the end? Should I spoil it right now? No, no, no. Let's, (laughs) Let's finish just running down what happens. So... Um, she gives her a place to kind of work on her bike to fix it. And I like the scene where they are like chicks with tools and they're both, work- she, that's cool. Trace is working on her starship and Ahsoka's working on her bike and they're both got goggles on and they're both like using tools and fixing stuff. And that's cool. Plumbers. I get big Rosie the Riveter vibes 
from Trace. From Trace? Yeah. Riveter? Yeah, Rosie the Riveter. Oh, right. Um, I don't know, just, just like, the whole, like, the look of them. Well, okay, her look is definitely not from, like, the mid-20th century, but the way that that episode has been approached is kind of, it's kind of interesting, and, uh, I gotta point this out, my mom's mic was back. <laughs> I gotta point this out. <laughs> Butchering! Bully her. All right. Um, oh my <laughs> lord! Oh, dude, look at that! Now I gotta turn the. Hold on. Oh no. Okay. You know what? It's because you made me turn around to face you for a minute. Remember it's that? Definitely not my fault. It's not, it's not my, my fault. fault. It's not my it's fault. It's not my fault at all. Anyway, I went to mute it so I could cough or clear my throat, and I realized. The mute button was on the wrong side, which means the mic was turned the wrong direction, which means I've been talking into it, the back of the mic this entire time like a doofus. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if they'll be able to tell. Probably not. Anyway. It'll, it, I'm sure it sounds better now. So, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, the mic is now turned the correct way. And in yeah. In case you were concerned. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gosh darn I, it. As I was saying. Oh, you should also bring up the uh, the flooring. Was it the flooring that you pointed out? I'm going to bring that up in a little bit. Oh, okay. Just hang on. Okay, sorry. Okay, so, oh, the shot when she's, like, standing outside on the platform and she's watching the Republic starship, like, uh, come up from beneath her and then it, like, raises all the way th- up to the top of the portal. That was sad. That made me sad. And then the Force music, the Force theme is playing. To be honest, I don't remember that. <sighs> Wait, what do you mean Portal. That whole big whole thing is called the portal. It's called like, the portal? They call it the portal, yeah. Oh. The people, like Trace and Rafa, call it the portal. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. Silence your phone, everybody. <laughs> At least, it, hey, Star Wars ringtone. That, that is true. Do. Okay, anyway, you didn't find that sad? I found that so sad. I don't even know what you're talking about. Honestly, well, okay, if that happened, that's sad. It is very sad. She's just standing there, and she's watching the Republic starship rise up out of the portal, and it leaves. Mm. It's a moment. It's like her chance to go back. It's a, well, I no, it was just that. a poignant moment because she's just watching it go. Do you think? Okay, I know obviously because of Rebels and what we've seen um, that she doesn't go back, or I don't know. I I don't think she goes back. But do you think that as as of this moment, there is a chance for her to go, to go back? Well, I think she does go back momentarily, at least to at least to um. Yeah, but not for the purpose of to be a Jedi. Yeah. But do you think that there is a chance at this time that she could return to being a Jedi? Probably not, because she always talks about, like... I don't think so. She doesn't like calling herself a Jedi. She's hearing all these things from Trace and... Yeah, I don't think there's any chance that that's, at this point, something that she would... By the end of these three episodes, I don't think that's even something that she wants. Yeah, probably not. And again, it's... I'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. Okay. My, My little comparison. But anyway, um... So she finds out that these Trace has a sister named Rafa, and they kind of are involved with some underworld types because. Um, Does Rafa mean king? I want to look that up. Does it? I think so. But keep going. Because um, like some ne'er do wells show up, That's and they fun. that they owe money to, and then there's like the lead guy, and then there's two kind of henchmen. And this is what got me. This is what got my attention. Okay. We're the hen- we're the henchmen. Oh, really? Initially, yes. Oh, because 
the henchmen have one eye. Similar to oh yeah, a cyclops. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. cyclops, a cyclops. For sure, I guess. Duh, I think, it's but duh. there's more than one because no. he has a name. Oh. By oh, the way, <clears throat> actually, I'll get to that in a minute. Oh, it's like, it's, it's the P, doesn't it? <clears throat> I can't remember. I'm, I'm the worst at Greek names and stuff. I can't keep them straight. There's so many. Philip. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. They show up and they kind of beat up, they start beating up Trace. And then um, Trace is like, uh, okay, you can help me. And that's the first time we get to see uh, Ahsoka Go kick off. some ass. Like, she kicks these guys' butts. They're huge. She has a moment of, like, Kung Fu Panda where she's like, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> And she takes him down fairly easily and says, uh, go away and don't come back. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that cool. was cool. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I, I was actually just thinking this while you were talking because again, my brain is in three places at once at all times. Um, <coughs> you know how like they've been referencing a lot of, I think we, it's safe to assume that they've been referencing a lot of. <clears throat> shots a lot of scenes a lot of moments script wise even of other movies mm -hmm. like we, like in this episode later on you're going to talk about how there's a moment where it's very similar to like it's very indiana king, jones indiana jones and uh king kong <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, gosh i'm really apologizing yeah. i've got something wrong with my throat all of a sudden oh jeez. okay anyway um i've i've been thinking about I know this is in advance, but I've been thinking about Maul and Ahsoka and their fight and how it's going to go, and that's the only thing I'm actually waiting for, because at this point, I've seen my clones. I just want to see that happen. And Mandalorian. Mandalorians. Come back. But, um, what if they, like, imitated uh, Kill Bill? Like, that style. It'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. It would be. <clears throat> I don't know. Would be. Just thinking uh, about it. That would be, I think that would bother me. Like, the slow... I mean, it's obviously not going to get, like bloody like kill bill no but like that but like the uh, but like the, no. the slitted narrow shot of the eyes like type of cheesy western they're no. almost doing that already it better like, not be cheesy they're be. but they're almost doing that already like the couple of episodes later where she's in that very small room and there's a bunch of pikes in there and she takes them all it's like um it's like captain america and the <sighs> elevator type <Yep>. stuff <laughs> yep I mean, I love all of it. I love all yeah. of it. Give her her moment. She yeah, deserves it. Yeah. We all know she can kick she some asses. She wants clout. What's that? Give her clout. She's getting some major clout. <laughs> so anyway, um, so, you know, Ahsoka's like, oh, oh, and she asks her where she learned to fight like that, and she says, my older brother. Oh my God, I about <laughs> left. I was like, no, how could he? Skywalker Academy. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah, she does as if I wasn't like upset enough <laughs> because they're best friends. She, they never call each other like best friend. Like they never say that. He hugs her like once in the whole series almost, and that's because she got back from the dead. Ah, yeah. And that, <sighs> and plus it's like you know Obi Wan says you're my brother. Like they, they I know they're family. Because they don't actually say it in, like, the movies or TV shows. They don't make it apparent. Like, and she actually said it that time. My older brother died. Bruh, it's sad. Yeah. I'm a cry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, then we, 
you know, Ahsoka's like, what the heck? What is going on? And he's, and she's like, okay, I gotta go talk to my older sister, Rafa, because she's got, she owes these people money. So then we meet Rafa, who's the older sister. And I guess I really didn't pay that close of attention the first time or two times I watched it. But she owns that laundromat. Yep. I didn't get that for some reason. I thought... Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Well, that was a car wash, but close enough. Who cares? Oh, no. Later, it is a laundromat, isn't it? No. (laughs) No, no, no. It is. Gus's place is... Oh, yeah. It's the laundromat. Oh! Yep. Don't forget You call this this. (laughs) It's Breaking Bad. Bars. But anyway, I just thought she was going through washing machines, stealing clothes. That's all I thought. I didn't realize, oh, this is where they... This is their front for all of her criminal activities it's literally breaking bad she's gus that's actually pretty funny yeah it is funny to think about that okay so um so she meets oh ahsoka and <laughs> oh, she's like hmm okay wait, wait, wait. i love this i need one more re- reference to the breaking bad analogy comparison ahsoka is like lying to them about like well, not lying but she's kind of stretching the truth regarding where she's from no, she's keep she concealing her true identity yeah which is exactly like walt with his family what? It is. Got it. You do not compare Ahsoka to Walt. How dare you? <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> Sorry. I'm bad. Okay. So now she's met both the, the Martez sisters. And while they're at the laundromat, um, a Twi'lek gentleman, a very well-dressed. Voiced by the one and only for the 50,000th time. Who? Dude. I always forget his name. Matt? No, that's Anakin. Oh, shoot. It's I can't think of it either. I'll look it up. Hold on. Keep going. Damn it. That's disrespectful. I know. Because <laughs> he's amazing. Wars. We don't know the voice of the clone himself. Okay, so um, she tells them that she needs... Well, she tells the Twi'lek, who's there to pick up some droids, that... Um, D. Bradley Baker. D. Bradley Baker. Thank you. Yeah. God bless. She tells them that... They need to. She she's lied to them basically and said that uh, she's gonna re reprogram or repurpose droids. That's yep. why the guy's there. Yeah. So um, she's basically like, "Hey Trace, you need to. Can you uh, reprogram these droids?" Yeah. And she's like, "Ugh." <laughs> so her and Ahsoka go into the back where the droids are, and lo and behold. They are, what kind of droids? Binary load lifters. Binary load lifters. Which have been mentioned more than once. Many times. C-3PO mentions them in the very first Star Wars film. Mm -hmm. But most recently, and I don't even think I um, had remembered this when we were watching this first time, there is a Forces of Destiny episode. Oh, what? Where a binary load lifter goes nuts. Oh, my gosh. And tries to kill people. That's how Ahsoka knows. Oh, my gosh. You can't. No. These are. These droids are just bad. Wait, like, she watched Forces of Destiny? She's in it. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's an Ahsoka Forces of Destiny episode. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, she knows right away, like, oh, my lord, you cannot sell these. They are dangerous. They go crazy. Like there's just nothing you can do. They're I just like that continuity. All right. They're yeah. just bad. Okay. Um, I didn't know that that was in Forces of Destiny and she was in it. That's cool. I know. I totally forgot about it too. But wh- where's the quote that she says? She says they are. 
I can't find it. Oh, they're demolition droids repurposed and they're prone to violence. Yeah. Okay. So these binary load lifters. <laughs> I have many thoughts about the binary load lifters. Oh, okay. Here and what go. they symbolize. Yeah. So the binary load lifter, yes, indeed, goes crazy, runs through Coruscant, wrecks stuff. It, it what did I tell you? It reminded me of um, Doodle Bob. Oh yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Doodle Bob. <laughs> That's what they remind me of, because they're just going around and they're just wrecking stuff and they're just keep running around yeah. the town wrecking stuff. I mean, and and uh, Trace and Ahsoka are. SpongeBob and are chasing them and you know and they're just like he's just they're just bad there's nothing we can do about it where's the leak ma'am <laughs> so it reminded <laughs> so that was the first thing it reminded me of doodle bob yeah the second my second thought was okay this is a metaphor for something what is it a metaphor for right and my first connection was this is for, this is a metaphor for foreshadowing anakin yeah I agree with it. I see it very much. Do you really think that? I mean, yeah, I, th I thought that when I watched the episode for the first time. Or do you agree more with my second interpretation? Because now I think I agree more with my second interpretation. I guess it can. I guess they're kind of linked. But now I'm going with, because it's a binary yeah. load lifter, yeah. that it's it's a symbol, for, it's a metaphor for what is going wrong with the force at the moment okay. that it's the dark side of the force is wreaking havoc right now right and they don't realize it but that's what's happening so it's like a foreshadowing and a metaphor for oh for like palps the imbalance in the force at the moment because of palps because of palps oh yes. okay i see oh i thought you were gonna get into like the whole light <clears throat> side being bad dark side being bad no one gets it type of approach to the second no no i literally think it's it's representing how the dark side is running amok and no one even knows it like they don't even realize that this is happening and like they're trying the force is trying to show ahsoka like this is what's going on right now pay attention it's kind of like a really what's the word I don't know, but I got vibes of Blade Runner talking about this. Like, you know how, like, Deckard chases the... You know how Deckard chases the replicants? Yes. You did mention that when we were watching it, I feel like. I don't know. Just a thought. That, too. I mean, plus Coruscant's very Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. It's the most Blade Runner planet. <laughs> <clears throat> very yeah. Blade Runner in the underworld, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so... I feel like it could be both. It could be both, because it is foreshadowing... Anakin is gonna go bad, like real bad. Yeah, and she's chasing after him. And she and it's trying to get her attention. Rip. Sorry, Delaney. And then but but the whole the fact that it, they're using the binary load lifter. Yep. I mean It's cool. It's pretty obvious. And then the whole thing about the restraining bolt, like uh I think it's Rafa that says maybe yeah, you, all you need to do is put the restraining bolt on. It'll yeah. be fine. Nice. Okay, yeah. The Jedi, it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine, say the Jedi. We got this under control. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. This war, slap a restraining bolt on it. It's fine. <laughs> Make a clone army. We got this. All right. You heard it here, folks. So that's what I took from it. 
and I, cool. I'm leaning towards it's got to be representing the force because it's it's a binary load lifter. That's what right. the force is. Mm-hmm. It is a literally a binary system that keeps the universe going and yeah. alive and right. flowing through everything. So, correct. That's that on that. Nice. Does that apply to your? idea pertaining to the story at all no that's a totally different thing actually okay but again like the whole thing with the martez sisters is they are teaching ahsoka the jedi are not what you think they are yeah i think that's cool finally we're getting some of that and you know little by little she finds out more and more and finally finds out like the ugly truth of why they feel that way which comes in a different later episode but anyway, so they fix the binary load lifter by um, Ahsoka, like, sneakily using the force, the light side of the force, to balance the binary load lifter <laughs> before it's, so it doesn't fall over the side of the building and kill uh, her new friend Trace. Balance-ception. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, she saves Trace. Okay, hold on. I gotta ask. What do you think about her name? Trace? Yeah, what's up with that? That's got, that has to be something, man. There's it's interesting. Nobody. It's interesting for sure. Yeah. Um. What do you think, Delaney? Do you, do you think of a metaphor that, that could apply to? I mean, the only thing I could think of is that, like, because obviously she messes up a lot, and, like, she never knows what she's doing, so, like, maybe whenever she, like, messes up, she, like, I don't know. This is this is just cheesy now. It's coming out of my mouth. But when she messes up, it like leaves a trace. I mean, yeah. Brooch. <laughs> you know. I was don't go to the drums. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Because like when she drops the spice, like that just make messes up the whole thing, and like her trace is like all throughout the episode because of that one thing that she did. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a phrase, but I can't. It's <clears throat> gone. I'm too tired. Well, I mean, <laughs> the title of the episode, Gone with a Trace, is a play on the phrase, without a trace. Without a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh, means no clue. Mind. Like, there's no clue. The person has disappeared. And but gone with a trace. But gone with a trace. There is something there. There is a clue. Like a digital footprint. So maybe her name is Trace because it's her job to tell, to make sure that Ahsoka, like, I'm not saying it. she knows it's her job. I'm just saying in the narrative, it's her job to show Ahsoka that these people that you thought were doing all this good right, aren't so great mm. all the time. And they've lost their mojo. way. Yeah, they've lost their mojo. Interesting. So, anyway, Ahsoka saves her by balancing the binary load lifter. By balancing the metaphor for balance. But, yeah, <laughs> and using the force, the light side of the force, by the way, to balance the um, droid. Yeah. And we end in a food court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we end story. What's up with that, dog? I thought that was so funny. Like, mm-hmm. wow, we're seeing some interesting parts of Coruscant that we have not seen before. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Is it a part you really wanted to see? Yeah, I think it's really <laughs> fun because because when you saw the these lower levels of Coruscant before, you know, like when um, 
massage and everything yeah. was you just kind of see people walking in. yeah and it you don't really get the idea that people live here like this is yeah. a place where people have to live so there's there are laundromats and there are food courts and you know they gotta do their laundry and they gotta eat stuff so <laughs> lame it was interesting that it Jedi. that it ends in a food court <laughs> and um Oh, the music during the food court is interesting, too, because it's like, remember, we were like, oh, my gosh, that sounds like Gregorian chant music. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Which is an interesting little, um, I've never heard that kind of music. Yeah, it was very... Like, in-scene music, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was very weird. That the characters can hear also. Um, Oh, yeah, there's a name for that. I know, and I can't think what it's called. Uh, Dang it. Yeah, I can't think of it either. Ah. I just took a class. So mad. All right. So anyway, um, she finds out at the food court that even though she has made it very clear to Rafa that she should not sell those droids back because they are going to mess things up and Mm -hmm. destroy and go crazy, Rafa sells them anyway. So to me, that's just like, you know, you you can try your best, but what did you think of? When when Ahsoka leaves and Anakin goes, you're making a mistake, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah. and then she leaves anyway. Uh huh. Are you not putting down when I'm? No, wait, I'm not. Are picking you not picking up? up? <laughs> are you not picking up when I'm putting down? No, I'm not. Explain. Ahsoka's like, you're making a mistake, and then she goes oh. and does it anyway. Mm. Uh huh. Now See. I'm picking it up. All right. Are you putting down when I'm picking it up? All right, I'm putting it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very much picking that up now, yes. That's cool. That's a cool connection. Well done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's basically saying, well, this is continuing, even though, you know, you saved that one person mm-hmm. by ba- using the flight side and balancing everything, it's out of your control. Like, this is too big and too unwieldy. And you can try to do the right thing, but things are heading dar- down. Like, it's going to get dark. Oh, things yeah. are going to be bad. And it does. And then so I feel like the whole that's all just foreshadowing of what's to come. Okay, so cool. my big, big wormhole that I got stuck in this week. Okay, here we go. Ahsoka. And okay, I know that there was a whole... They, they kind of did a rough cut of... Before, like way before, Filoni called it Ahsoka's walkabout, and it was a similar story, but instead of the two sisters, it was a guy. What what do you call it? Ahsoka's walkabout. Walkabout. All right. Cool. Do you know what a walkabout is? A walkabout is something <laughs> people. It's like an Aboriginal Australian thing. Oh, lost. John Locke is supposed to go on his a walkabout in Australia. That's why he goes to Australia. And like as a like in a retreat, it's a spiritual journey to find your true self. Is basically what I a walkabout is. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Didn't Lupita Nyong'o or and I butchered? Didn't Lupita do that? I don't know. Did she? I swear she talked about like maybe a lot of people do it. Was like silent. It's truths. a thing. Like it's a well-known spiritual thing that people do. Huh. So, but this cool. was after the Clone Wars got canceled. And this was just a storyline that he wanted to do. That's okay. what this storyline is kind of based off of. Oh, jeez. Okay. But again, this it was like a boy instead of the two sisters. 
And I feel like there might have been like a romantic thing going on between Ahsoka and this guy. No. Um, I thought no. I could have sworn that there was something going on between Ahsoka and Trace. And I still kind of think that there is. I'm very See, that's interested. very funny because I picked up Ahsoka and Rafa. Really? Yes. Okay. Like Ahsoka that, and but... Trace are best friends. Uh... But Ahsoka and Rafa have like sparks and chemistry. I agree. But that's my whole oh. opposite attracting. Right, I'm, I'm tripping. I Sorry. fixate on like enemies to lovers. Like that's just Leia my thing. and Han. <laughs> like Leia and that's Han. Facts. That's facts. Like sorry. Kylo and Ray. I'm a hater of Leia and Han. I'm Ooh. sorry. Not okay. Okay. Not Ooh. until like Re- not, Revenge of the Sith. No, Return of the Jedi. Oh my god, embarrassing. You I'm don't. Sorry. You don't like enemies to lovers. Let's just leave it at that. I do. It's my favorite thing in the world. You bother me. So I kind of <laughs> thought that they were flirting when they were arguing, but that's just me. Anyway, my whole okay. So Dave had called it Ahsoka's walkabout in its pre-existing phase. But I am sorry, the one-eyed... Okay, not only are there one-eyed henchmen, but the binary load lifter... Right. ...has a big glowing one eye in the middle of its forehead. Right. (laughs) It's so Cyclopsian that I couldn't get it out of my head. So I revisited the Odyssey. Ah, there we go. (laughs) And I started seeing parallel after parallel after parallel to... Ahsoka and Odysseus in the Odyssey. It's cool. Starting out with her ship crashing. Uh-huh. She shipwrecked. Yep. Not with, you know, a crazy lady who wants to keep her as a sex slave, like yeah. in the Odyssey, but... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Isn't, it, I'm not saying it's perfect parallel, I'm just saying, but there are parallels. Isn't, doesn't the shipwreck in the Odyssey, though, happen not in the beginning of the story? It happens... After he obviously is given his quest and he's... He does... There is a lot going on in that story. Like, literally, I, I could not keep track. Is that the one with the golden fleece? No, that's Jason and the Argonauts, <sighs> and I get those mixed up all the time. <laughs> so the one with the sirens this is, is This is the area? sirens. Oh, okay. This is Scylla and Charybdis. All right. Calypso. All right. The Cyclops. Calypso is the one who wants to keep him. Yes. All right. That's the island he's stranded yeah, yeah, yeah. on after... He goes through all kinds of craziness. Yep. He gets stranded on the island with Calypso. Right. But she eventually helps him to get off the island. That's true. Which, okay, Trace is helping her get her ship or her bike fixed. Right. But what really struck me as a parallel as I was, like, reviewing, going back over the Odyssey is hospitality is a huge theme of that story. And the, the way the Greeks viewed hospitality of if you have someone visiting your home, you will give them anything they need. Yep. It's just, that is just the way it is. Even if it's to the detriment of your own well-being. Unless it's a plebe. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But anyway, <laughs> it's a huge theme. Another parallel theme is concealing identity. Don't feeling. Odysse- Odysseus finally gets back home again. Finally. Like yeah. he goes through the stuff. He gets back home. And what does he do? He conceals his identity from everyone but, like, one or two people. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wait, what? I don't remember that. He does. Because oh. he wants to make sure that his wife has been doing right by him, basically. Oh. Make sure his family hasn't been betraying him in any way or whatever. Ooh. So, okay. anyway, concealment of identity and true self is a theme. 
okay. of the Odyssey, which okay. is exactly what Ahsoka is doing. She's concealing her identity because, for not that reason, but for, you know, other yeah. reasons. I'm just saying, I got into this, this rabbit hole of, no, cool. of going over the Odyssey, and, and yeah, there's parallels going on. So, to me, that first episode of this three-episode arc so far was extremely, um, just a lot of parallels to the Odyssey. That's all I can say. I had to watch it a few more times. Because honestly, I hear what you're saying, but I can't see it in my head. Oh, and then the platform itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was another thing I was like, why is there a Greek key design on the floor of this? Key design. It's a Greek key design. Nerd. On the floor as Trace and Ahsoka are talking in the first, like, five minutes of the episode. Is there, a, is there an importance with that particular design to their culture back then? Yeah, that was the design. That's why it's called the Greek key design. It's it's a no. repeating design. Oh, is it like the... Yep, it looks kind of like a wave, but angular. Yes. I yeah. mean the th- square wave. It's in Hercules. Yeah. It is in Hercules a lot, yes. Disney Hercules. <laughs> I'm asking, is there like a thing that back then... Like, obviously it was used a lot. Okay, fine. Just because it looks cool? Or was it because of something... I honestly else? don't know the origins of it, other than the fact that it is quintessential Greek design. Yeah. And why is that on the floor? Yeah, that's weird. It's and super why is weird. Why Gregorian chant? Too. Little weird true, too. True, not Greek, but true, not Greek. Still old. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I feel like there are a lot of people like this is such a filler episode, and this whole tr- this whole arc is filler, filler, filler. Dave Filoni does not do filler. Nah. He and doesn't. That stuff costs money, and there's no time. To and do he just filler. doesn't do it. <laughs> I mean, he's been waiting how long to do these episodes? You really think he's going to do filler? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so no. You watched the prank. <laughs> he's telling us a lot that. in that episode <laughs> in particular. I feel like that people were just like not, they were not picking up what he was laying down. <laughs> <laughs> True. I, I, well, okay. I also think people were not picking up what he was laying down because... This storyline with Ahsoka is a very different storyline than what we're used to in Clone Wars. Just fact. It's because true. every episode has a fight in it. Like, every episode had a fight in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, or a lightsaber battle, or something that was action-y and intense. To kind of, like, take, not to, like, stall, necessarily, but, like, to appease the viewers. Because that's what they wanted from the Clone Wars, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it was a kid's animated show. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm... It is. The first four episodes being all about the clones, that was all the battle stuff, and then all of a sudden we take this sharp turn, you know, to this, like, character story. It's an inward story. Yeah, it is. It's internal. it's her searching for home. Yeah. If she's Odysseus, her home, quote-unquote, is her identity. Yeah. She's trying to figure out what the hell she's going to do with the rest of her life. Yeah. Because everything she's ever known now is gone. Correct. Everyone she ever trusted, she no longer trusts. Right. And she's got to find, like, a jumpsuit to wear because she can't wear her Jedi robes anymore or Jedi outfit. What's she going to do? Dang. Oh, my God, I got to find a bike. I need transportation. What am I going to do with myself? Like, she's definitely right. lost a little bit and trying to find home as Odysseus was trying to find home. But home is not out there. It's inside. Right. That's cool. I anyway, but yeah, it's, I mean, we're t- the three main characters, girl, girl, girl. Yeah, true. Well, what's your point? I mean, I'm, I, 
I'm just saying. Wait, what? These episodes might not speak to everyone who are like oh. you're saying. Where's the battle? Where where the, oh, the shooting? I'm, okay, I wasn't thinking. Of where's the action? Yeah, okay. it's about their relationships. Right, it's about character. Like I said, it's, it's about, about character. character. <laughs> it's about her emotions, what she wants, what she's looking for, what the two sisters are, need and want and are looking for. So it's like, it's not filler. It's absolutely not filler. There's a no. ton going on in just this one episode that we've talked about. Yeah, jeez. And it's about the time I say it. Oh, oh don't God. say it. Don't say it. Okay. Episode six. <laughs> deal. No deal. This one gets a little more actiony. It does. Um, cool. The proverb. <laughs> Another good one. Mistakes are valuable lessons often learned too late. Bars. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's cool. I love that. So, no comments from anyone. Wait, read it one more time. Mistakes are valuable lessons often learned too late i don't really know what how it's like a mistake is what is learned yeah you know I mean? it's a lesson that you've learned like you've already made the mistake you've already paid the consequences probably so it's too late for you to not have a consequence of your mistake but you should at least learn the lesson from your mistake i think is what it's saying i know that that's what it's saying but the way it's framed i'm not sure if that's I what i get from it what do you get from it i mean considering what happens in this episode right read it one more time sorry it's kind of weird mistakes are valuable lessons often learned too late um and in this episode they make many mistakes (laughs) so he's they're saying a mistake is a lesson yes so but you've learned it after the fact like, I, you've already messed up. I get, again, I get what it's saying, but it's not worded that way. That's all I'm saying. Uh, to me. Okay. I was a little confused hearing it the first time, th- second time, and third time. So let that speak. <laughs> Go on. And you still remain confused. Apparently. <laughs> okay, so that's where she says, uh, Trace asks her, Where'd you go- where was this academy? Or what's the academy called? Skywalker Academy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes Selene sad. Um, so, yeah, Trace has this really cool ship. And she names it a really funny name. And everybody makes fun of her for it. The Silver Angel. You don't like it either? (laughs) It's pretty bad. I mean. It's bad. Don't even. It's it's pretty bad. But it's her ship. She can name it whatever she wants. And she's a teenage girl. So. And she fixed it up herself. So to her, it represents riches and freedom and everything she's ever wanted can i ask a question yeah Five. did people think that the millenn- the name millennium falcon was cool right when it was said and not cheesy like silver angel i have never encountered any memory of ever thinking the millennium falcon name was anything but the coolest name ever <laughs> okay. well also he got the ship when he was i don't know like early 20s probably right yeah but lando already had named it well, he must have been younger when he got the ship. Yeah. yeah they were both young. So, so same thing. But it's cool. Also, they're it's both cool. big showboats who are showing off, so Millennium Falcon seems like a show-off name. It does seem like a show-off name. Silver Angel, to me, is a, a girl name. exactly what a girl would name it's a ship. It's an adventurous name, too. You know? It's like, I think it's cool. Which I'm one? name it that. Uh, Silver Angel. Oh, Silver Angel. Yeah. But to me, it just represents everything she's missing 
freedom, wealth, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Okay. So, <laughs> that's um, weird that she's flying something, though, called that. Mm-hmm. What the heck is up with that? That's weird. Okay, so the older sister oh, says, yeah. I've got this job lined up. I had a crew. They bailed. This is your big chance now, Trace. Let's take your ship and go do this job. And Ahsoka is very, like... I don't know. Why don't you tell me what you're doing? And she's like, no, no, no. I'll tell you when we get there. <laughs> Which, obviously, that sounds like a terrible idea. But she does it anyway. So they're leaving Coruscant. They're leaving Coruscant. And Trace is gets the, flies the Silver Angel into the military lane. Which is a forbidden zone. And what's his face? The commander yes. is like, "What are you doing? Where are you? Where are you going? What? Who are <laughs> the you?" Man himself. And Ahsoka is so funny. She's like, "Turn it off! Turn it off! Don't answer him!" <laughs> and um, there's a lot of funny back and forth. But then all of a sudden, Anakin notices that there's this scuttlebutt going on, and he's like, "Where's that shuttle going?" No, that's not what he says. But no. <laughs> close enough. He says, "Who's on board that transport?" But he might as well be saying, where is that yeah. shuttle going? Yeah. <laughs> and the commander guy whose name, what's his name? Do you know his name off the top of your head? I can't General Veers. It's not General Veers. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't think of his name. But anyway, um, he's like, well, I was just about to arrest them. But uh-huh. that's uh, exactly how it's exactly. That's exactly how it's exactly like from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And Anakin does his little force moment thing and, and clearly like, he senses that ahsoka is on that ship and then she and then she's like i'm endangering the mission i should never recall <laughs> <laughs> exactly but anakin's like it's fine let him go best friends it's true homie yeah <laughs> uh that moment that's cool oh my god so good like, <laughs> so all of a sudden they end up in ca- at like the weird luxurious castle the weird like f- tunnel thing that you have to fly through come on dog no but they didn't have to fly through the maelstrom because they were taking the correct route the maelstrom was the fast oh, way you're right you're right you're right dang i forget what that's called that big tunnel of smoky looking it has yeah, little beacon lights, lights yeah. they're going to kessel everybody that's it's so exciting cool. it's fun Okay, so they get to Kessel, and it's a part of Kessel we've never seen. It's lush, it's green, it's pretty, there's a castle, there's rich people. What? <laughs> human laborer. Human, human laborer. Well, hang on. Oh. We'll do that later. Oh, okay. But that's the bad part of Kessel. Yeah. It's a binary planet. It is a binary planet, just like everything just else. Just like everything else. <laughs> Um, and then we have another uh, Indiana Jones moment where they're invited to a banquet. Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> it's a big Yo. fancy banquet before they... Um, so they're being hired to take Spice to the Pikes is what the job is, which is, uh, as Ahsoka knows, no bueno. So they have their Indiana Jones banquet and um, they go to pick up the Spice and it's really, and that's where you see like the slaves and the mines, and it's nasty and it's bad. And Ahsoka's like, "This is bad. This is all bad." And Rafa's like, "I don't care. It's no big deal to me. We're just gonna take the spice and it'll be fine." And she's like, "Yeah, but people are suffering because of this. It's bad." Right. So there, there is a major moral dilemma going on, um, 
in pretty much every episode so there far. Is, yeah. Because Ahsoka's trying to tell them this is bad. And Rafa's like, we need to survive. I don't know where you come from, but we have to survive. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Also, the big pit with the human the human slash alien workers reminds me of Metropolis. Yes. Because there's a lot definitely. of sequences of Ooh. just massive groups of people just working oh, on building a tower, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I got that vibe the second I saw it. What's that? What's that guy's name from Last Jedi? The the guy who like stutters a lot. Oh, DJ. Yeah, he reminds me of Rafa. Oh, because oh, cool. they're both kind of like you do what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. And like morals Facts. are sketchy. Like there's no room for morals here. That's true. Kinda attitude. That's true. Don't join. Oh, yeah, what did Get you say? out of the kitchen if you can't handle the heat. <laughs> I, I think I said Dang. that wrong. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, and they mentioned Fortune and Glory, too. That was the other Indiana Jones yep. reference where I'm like, somebody loves uh, I mean, you know Temple of Doom, you like, a lot. Does. Okay. Those are specifically, both of those things are from Temple of Doom, though, which happens to be my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Yep. It happens to be my least favorite. <laughs> There's no accounting for taste here. But, yeah, I was half expecting during that banquet scene for one of the main characters to open it up and there'd be, like, a beheaded animal. <laughs> I know, me too, I really. I really wanted it. I was like, come on, just sell it. Sell it to me. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see continue. if there's any more Indiana Jones stuff. Um, there probably will be. But, okay, so the, they find, she, Ahsoka finds out they have to take the spice and go to the pikes on Obadiah. And um, they're arguing in the ship on the way there because Ahsoka's not having it. Rafa's not having it either. <laughs> and they keep saying, you know, you're gonna, they're going to take your ship. They're going to take everything. And Trace has a Han Solo moment of panic and dumps the spice into space. I did like that little, like, you know, kind of reference to Han Solo dump, I don't know how that's dumping a reference. it. What reference? Because in A New Hope, the reason that uh, Jabba's mad at him is because oh. <laughs> he dumped the spice. Ah, and yeah. he's duh, like, duh. What the? Everybody gets boarded sometimes. Oh, yeah. dang. You're right. You're right. That's a good catch. Nice. Anyway, it was that was cute. But also, oh my God, how dumb. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, and even Ahsoka gets mad at her. Like, that was the worst thing you could have possibly done. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, so they try to figure out a plan. And Ahsoka's like, I got a plan. I got a plan. It, it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Mm -hmm. um, she tries to use the mind trick on the pikes. And it works for a minute for like a hot minute and then like one of the other pikes is like wait a minute where give me the key to open the containers i don't believe you i, I want to make sure there's actual spice in here and of course there's not because they're lying yep. and they get caught and i know the pikes are terrible but their aesthetics are really freaking cool <laughs> <They> get it yo <laughs> i love their costumes i love I don't, are those masks are those their faces i've never understood their faces cool. and their jail is really pretty <laughs> I like the jail. Okay, so Their jail reminds me of Halo. So that's what you said when we were watching much. it. This is very Halo esque aesthetically. It is really inspired. It's gotta be. It's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so Dangerous Debt is the next episode, and the fortune cookie is, or sorry, the proverb <laughs> is my favorite one of the three, and also it makes me mad because <laughs> oh, yeah. it says, "Who you are does not have to define." No, sorry. 
Sorry, I said that wrong. Ooh. Who you? What's all right? It's because I can't read my own handwriting again. Yeah, it looks really bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> who you were does not have to define define who you are. Who you were does not have to define. Okay, Asterisk, okay. unless you're Ben Solo. Say Ben Solo. <laughs> I thought it was Apparently, good. it doesn't apply to Ben Solo. What if it said that like really small? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. There's Some like script. an asterisk and then down, small print. <laughs> Rip. Except you, you just see a cluster Solo. of stars and you're like, what is that? <laughs> you magnify it. Um, so yeah, so the three the three uh, are being kept in a very stylish prison by the Pikes on Obadiah, and they're still fighting about you know all of this, and you know Ashoka's literally like you can't profit from other people's suffering, and that's when Rafa tells them the story about why they don't like the Jedi, and they don't trust the cool. Jedi. I like her story. I like her story too. Dark and. It's unexpectedly dark. I honestly didn't expect it to be that dark. I thought it was just gonna be like they left. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I didn't realize that we had this. Like. And who's the who's the? Uh, she talks about how she was green. Yeah, I she know. She talked about uh. Green skin the and one dark with the weird robes. Square looking head headpiece. Who, like has like it's like a black headpiece. Yes. Her head and Probably. she has a green lightsaber. Is that Luminara? Is that? Yeah. Yes. I think it's Luminara. It is. Maybe it was her. Probably because I don't like her. Oh, really? She's mean. <gasps> she was ready to let Ahsoka die. But she talks to Rey. I could not care less. <laughs> Calling all the Jedi. I, I mean, it could be. It could also be. Um, who's the twi- Who's the Twi'lek? Um, it's not her. She's not green. Oh, she's blue. Oh, true. She's blue. You're right. Hera's yeah. green. It would never be Hera, and she's not a Jedi, so it's fine. <laughs> well, I'm just. But anyway. Up. Interesting though that they right. n- that they name check Zero the Hut of all people. <laughs> the, that was the reason the parents died because Zero the Hut was trying oh. to escape the Jedi, and his ship went out of control or something. Zero the Hut needs to leave. <laughs> I found him funny. I, I it's I'm just sorry. so annoying. I know he was really annoying. I'm sorry. I think he's funny. No, I, I like the character. I just think that dude, just get him out. He's so well. Bad. That's who he chose to name drop in this episode. Zero the Hut. That's funny. Um. So anyway, the Jedi, whoever the Jedi were chasing him, take the. Ch- ship goes out of control and instead of hitting a crowded platform they crash it into the side of the portal wall and on the other side of that wall is the home of rafa and trace and their parents and their parents die Dang. and the best part is some unnamed green-skinned dark-robed jedi uh-huh. have nothing to say to rafa and trace when their parents are dead except for oh boy. um something like yeah um, you'll you, you'll always have the force or something really bad, and then they just wow. leave them to struggle for the rest of their lives. Um, yeah. Dang. So Ahsoka is shooketh <laughs> by this news. <laughs> shooketh. Okay. Um, and she's starting to understand. Like, wow. Uh, I was disillusioned. I, I made the right choice. <laughs> she was really privileged and sheltered and she had no idea yeah. this people lived this way i think no, um no, no, no. she was taken as a padawan which means her whole life yeah adolescent life has been spent surrounded by these huge buildings and riches so she's already feeling distrust for the jedi in the first place and now she's finding out like wow these normal people just feel completely disillusioned and forgotten by them and like 
all they're doing right now is fighting a war and it has nothing to do with yep. the lives of these common normal people. Yep. Um, so uh, the torture droid, terrifying. <laughs> More nightmare I fuel. I like the torture droid. I know, but if you're five years old, that is scary. Yeah. I didn't. You know what's really scary? That droid is the same type of droid that does, you know, in Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Are you going to say that? I mean, yeah. That's funny. It's the guy that turns <laughs> the, meat, the, Ronto the Ronto Roasters. <laughs> now I'm never going to be able to look at him again. I'm like, I know. Now little kids are going to be like, eh, I don't want to eat here. <laughs> that guy's a torture droid. Oh, jeez. Scary. Torturing animals. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I never really <laughs> thought, like, yeah, little kids are going to be terrified of that guy now. Oh, yeah. He's scary. He's scary. Um... So there's a lot of running around, and they get their chance to escape. Yep. And they take it. They do. Um. So they're running through Obadiah. Did you or did you not hear the Wilhelm scream? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. was it. The guy right? got blown off the screen. It was a Wilhelm scream. So funny. Yes. Yes, it was. Maybe. I'll tell you later. It's a scream that you've heard in a million movies. Yeah. Every Star Wars movie has one. The older ones do. No. They, no. Don't, they don't do it anymore. Matt Wood said they don't do it anymore. Oh, what? G- give me a sample. Give me a sample. Can you ma- imitate I the Wilhelm scream? I don't try. I don't. Do I'm it. I'm going to mute my mic so you can hear from yours. All I can think of is the way Lando screams. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not Lando's scream, though. It's, But you would know it if you heard it. It's used so much in movies and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, like it's an inside joke, basically, for sound people, apparently. It's so funny, man. I love the meta. That's all I'm saying. Um, so yeah, they're getting chased. That bit with the bridge where that was cool. I liked that. She one. secretly force pushes yeah. Trace to jump yeah. across the gap in the bridge, and then they're like, and Rafa's like, "I don't think you're gonna make it, Ahsoka. Let's just go." And and <laughs> Trace is like, "No, we can't." And then she Jedi leaps over them, and they think she's fallen down. Uh-huh. That is another Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom sort of oh, yeah. moment. Oh, yeah. Because remember when they think he's gone yeah, and they're looking yeah. over the edge and all of a sudden his hand comes up with the with uh, the stone and he's safe. It's also, you know, the first Indiana Jones with him, with the with the literal floor. I think doesn't it like come out from under and then he's like, toss me the idol and he tosses him the idol and he's got to jump across. I don't know. That's what I thought you were talking about, but oh, that's no. a better one. That's better. It's a better one because they're yeah. looking over yeah, yeah, the edge yeah. like, oh no, he didn't, she didn't make it. Yeah. I got you. And she says, I'm more athletic than I look, and that's cute. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I like when she says, that's not normal. Oh, yeah. That's not normal. <laughs> that almost, that if we didn't have the Curlew's captioning on, I don't think I would have even caught that line, because it was kind of Yeah, it was under her quick. breath, kind of. That was cute. I thought it was funny. Um, Another really dark moment, that guard getting his head squished. Oh, that yeah. was icky. Yeah. That's cool. And, <laughs> an, I'm okay, now I'm seeing even more Indiana Jones. The guy getting squished in the rock crusher. Oh yeah. In Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah. And we I don't. Mean, the s- fact that they were trying to escape a prison. We don't see the squishy blood, but like where is no, that yeah, squished? They're trying to escape a prison, right? So it's kind of like. Yeah. Both the third and the second one, in a way. Okay. Mm. So she's using the force very sneakily all along the way to try to get them out of there. That's cool. I like this. This is probably my favorite episode. The, three. This is also the one where she fights the four or five pikes in that tiny little room and yeah, kicks cool. their butts. Uh-huh. That was great. Um, okay, so let's cut to the chase. 
There are three Mandos in this episode. Oh, dang, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. One Jeez. is definitely Bo-Katan. Like, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, they're already, we already can see how this is going to link up with the, um, Siege of Mandalore. Is that her? Oh, she's the one in the middle. Like, the when they're three standing there. Bo-Katan's the one in the middle. And you can tell it's Katie Sockoff, like, it's for sure her. Yes, the red hair. Um, but you don't see her hair in this. It's just oh. her voice. <laughs> but the other one that speaks is the mystery. Right. Because every single person that I know thought immediately that that voice is the too. armorer. I did too. From the Mandalorian. I thought so. It sounds like it, man. It sure does. But when you read the credits, the other speaking Mandalorian in the credits and also very exciting to me anyway is Ursa Wren Sabine's mom yeah she's really cool so I did a little research on her helmet or what you could see of it because they have like hoods on and A it's yellow which is Clan Wren color B it has a little notch right here in the artwork on the helmet, oh. on like the cheekbone area. Okay. So does Ursa Wren have that exa- exactly the same spot, a little scallop notch. So and you think they formed their own squad? Hang on. There's more. Okay, okay. Sorry. And then there's like little circles in the temple area on their forehead of, of the mask as well, which Sabine, or not Sabine, Ursa Wren also has that exact same little design. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. But why does she sound like the armorer? Because if you go back and listen to Ursa Wren's voice, she sounds nothing like her. It's a totally different type of voice. And this would be how many years earlier? People's voices don't get higher as they get older. They get deeper. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, wait, there's three of them, though. There is three of them. There's one that does not speak. So how do you know that the one who's speaking... There's two. They're all wearing masks. How do you know? Yes, I know. Speaking? But the one that's speaking is the one that has the mask and markings similar to Ursa Wren's. No, but how do you... My question is the same. How do you know which one of them is speaking? They're all wearing masks. No, because you can tell. Each other. They're like looking at each other and oh, turning towards okay. each other as they're speaking. Okay. Cool. So they're, this could just be pure shenanigans. They could have just changed her voice just to mess with people. And the armor has nothing to do with it. So That'd that's be very easy because choice, they have masks. That's choice A. Yeah. Choice B is they're also messing with us. And the third Mandalorian that doesn't speak is the armor. I, I bet you that's it, man. I bet you that's it. Or they are messing with us. And Jason Gibner was like, could the armor be Ursa Wren? And I'm like, well, yeah, she'd be really know. old. Yeah. By the time you get to the Mandalorian time, though. She'd be, like, really old. True. 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 So, she, I mean, she's a Mandalorian. I'm not saying old lady Mandalorians can't beat yeah, the crap out of say? people. We just watched. We just watched. What? Howl's Moving Castle. Don't diss the elderly, dog. Uh, okay, Don't diss the elderly. Or, what if that, that person speaking that is wearing Clan Wren... Uh, colors and sort of Ursa Ren helmet art. Yep. What if the armorer is Clan Ren? Not Ursa. She's not yeah, Ursa. That could be it. Yeah. And maybe the other person is Ursa. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I. That's what I think it is. That's what I meant to say. 
That's what I think it is. Because that'd be interesting and good back background lore for Mandalorian. So why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. Um, also, I guess we'll find out next week. I really like how owly they looked. Mm. They looked particularly owly. Well, that was another thing Jason brought up. He was like, "Well, I mean, the eye shape and everything are very similar to uh-huh. the armorer's helmet because she's very owl-like because she's supposed to represent kind of Athena." Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're messing with us in some form or fashion. Probably. They like doing that. So. Because that woman's voice that was speaking sounds nothing like Ursa Wren and sounded exactly like Emily Swallow from The Mandalorian. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it sounded in... identical. Yeah, so. I don't know. Literally every single person I know thought that was her. Immediately. So, I don't know. I feel messed with. Huh. <laughs> I, I guess... I hope we'll find out next week. They're trying to kerfuffle you. They are. Um, okay, so um, they try to get away. They try to get away. They try to get away. They don't get away. They get recaptured, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I was I was trying to remember the ending of the episode. Like, wait a minute. I don't remember there being, like, happy music. Well, nope. They got recaptured. They got thrown right. back into prison. And then we get that really cool shot of the three of them. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah, that's a really good. That's that really is good. from something, though. I know it's from something. It's a... I mean, you see it a lot in, like, superhero movies where they line everybody up just right. I think, I guess. Um, Sorry. And basically, Rafa finally apologizes for and takes responsibility for taking this job, and it was clearly a big, huge mistake. (laughs) Yeah. Which goes back to the proverb at the beginning, because, yeah, finally, you're understanding this was a mistake. But interestingly enough, those Mandalorians were talking, and they were... what. Basically saying, I think that's the Jedi I know from before. Yeah. And the other one was like, well, I think her presence might compromise our mission. Right. But Bo-Katan's like, eh, but we have a common enemy, so maybe not. Let's just put a pin in this and keep an eye on her. So we are clearly heading towards... The money! Interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads right to Anakin because the very first preview we got of these, of the new season was, you know, him and Obi-Wan walking into a a hologram of Ahsoka and Bo-Katan standing next to each other. And she turns around and says, hello, master. It's been a while. If he doesn't. With her sassy voice. If he doesn't call her snips. What's even the point? Honestly, what is uh, even the point if he doesn't call her Snips? Snips has to be in the room. Snips is our bird, in huh? case no oh, one yeah. knows. Oh, yeah, do they know about Snips? I don't know. We have a bird named Snips. Yeah. Delaney named him Snips. She wanted to name him Fly Guy. No, Sky Guy. I'm Sky Guy. Oh, I'm trash. sorry. <laughs> but the, isn't that, like, the most cheesy thing you've ever heard? Like, No. I, I would call him Snips anyway. Yeah, honestly. Snips works as just like a nickname. Snips is so much better. Snips is easier to say. That too. But I now hated saying that name. But now Snips can say oh, yeah. Sky Guy. That's really cool. Which is amazing. Although sometimes he mixes up his words and he says Sky Kissing or Sky Kisses or um, Sky Biting. He said Sky Biting the other day. It was so funny. That's cool. Because we say no biting. He'll say no biting and he'll say Sky Guy. And, go... and he'll go kisses. Ew, like a chipmunk. Yeah, he'll so he'll mix up the words and it's pretty comical. Anyway, okay. So that's where we are with the Clone Wars. I think next week is going to be major crossover 
between this arc leading into the next one. Uh-huh. We don't have that many episodes left, I so know. let's yeah. get going with. How many are there? I think there's twelve. Nice. And That's we are number. on seven. Is that no! right? <laughs> I'm not ready for. A so turn. we have four episodes for the Siege of Mandalore left. Oh, I'm okay with that. Four's good. Four's a good number for a siege. And I remember him <laughs> saying in one interview or another that is the storyline that he has been thinking the most about oh, yeah. for years. Ooh. And also, I'm very nervous now because Sam Witwer said it is. It is. Uh, mythology changing or something like that like it it strikes at the core of the mythology of Star Wars whatever happens in this arc the Bendu oh my god I would faint I would ooh dude Bendu I am the Bendu I really am like the Bendu is who I am okay the Jedi are dumb. The thank, Sith are dumb. The <laughs> My mind's gone insane. <laughs> They're all dumb. It's in the middle. You gotta stay in the middle. I know. They, anyway. Who are they? You talking about us? No, I'm talking about uh, the Jedi and the Sith. Like, we got two on one here. Knock it off. Both groups need to get it together. That's true. They're they're trashing right now. All right. But there's been no like hint. To no. Bendu there's so not going to be any Bendu. Probably not. Probably not. But he just, he was there and now he's not. So how are they going to just do that to my boy Bendu? How are they going to do that? I don't know. How? I think he was meant to be mysterious. I don't like that, though, with him. I I don't know what to tell you. Unless they're going for, unless they are truly going for with the Bendu. Like, I think I've made this reference to you before. The island lion turtle Mm -hmm. in Avatar. Yeah. And how it just shows up once. And it's like the key to the end of the series, what he tells Aang. So maybe that's kind of like a like a pull from that. Well, I mean, I feel he is the key to all of it, but some people that make saga films don't know that. Maybe there will be like one of those walls with like a painting on it, like in Rebels when, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, like the daughter and the dad and the... You think the Bendu should have his own wall art? I mural? think he's in the clout. I think so too. <laughs> Yeah, he has his own holocron series with. What? Doesn't he? You yeah. Can, you can connect the two holocrons. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh. The galaxy's edge holocrons. If you put them together, if you put the Sith holocron together physically with the Jedi holocron, the Bendu talks. It's cool. It man. is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Technology at its finest. Oh, I love him so much. He's just the best. What could it be though? Mythology. I don't know. I'm just worried about it because that. I'm just worried about everything that they do right now. They're treading they're on very thin ice. What happens? Oh my god, I'll be so angry if they do. Right, but uh, you gotta respect that, though. No, I don't. You do, though. No, I don't. They've been handed that forcibly, shoved it down their throats. They have to make it work. If okay. they make it work, I'd be impressed. First of all, what would the what would the siege of Mandalore have anything I, to I don't do? Know. <laughs> I have no idea. With that film, like I can't imagine. Nothing, probably. Just saying. The Bendu's not going to show up. No, hey, we didn't think that she would end up being a you-know-what. A Palpatine. She's not a, she's not <laughs> a Palpatine, and I don't know what you're talking about. The Last Jedi is the last movie of the saga. Um, I don't know what movie you're talking about at all. I, I don't know either. I think I, just, I, think I hallucinated. We had a fever dream. <laughs> you just, are you good, man? You good? I need to go to bed. <laughs> you do bad. need to go to bed. You have school tomorrow. Speaking of that. Yes. I think we're we're all good. We, we've we enjoyed having our special guest. Yay. 
Delaney snap. Um, maybe when the next arc concludes, you can come back and talk about that. I think we should do a Mortis episode. You know what? I would love to do a Mortis episode. Well, we kind of talked a lot about Mortis on our What is the Force's Point of View episode. That was like episode two, I think. Yeah, it was three. It was was very early. Um, But I will talk about Mortis all day long. I will talk about the Bendu all day long. We should just have one episode dedicated to the Bendu. The Force. I'll talk about the Force all day long. Anything like that. But the one you can't do any of those things. So the Phineas and Ferb special episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a long time. There's stuff about the Force in there. Like there's a I'm joke sure there about is. it. I'm sure there is. <laughs> the Star Wars crossover. There has to be Force True. talk. It's good. Um, yeah. So we I think we haven't even we haven't even talked about. Wait, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Isn't there a called Thumb Wars? Oh, Thumb. We oh, haven't even talked wars. about Thumb Wars, dog. Oh my gosh. <sighs> thumb Wars was a thing that happened. Dude. <laughs> so funny. I will just say, though, you and Connor Kelly. Oh, wasn't it Connor Kelly or was boy. it Matt Frisbee? I don't know. Probably all three. Or was it all of you that yeah. were freaking out? Dude, I-, I bet you a lot of these people who listen have never seen that. I saw it. I bet they have. I remember that. No. That was like, that was like, I think it was on Cartoon Network. Pretty sure it was, but it was like it showed maybe for a week and then it never came. It's back. your generation's hardware wars, though. It's like it was yeah. a thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a really funny, yes. bizarre thing that happened. Dude, so funny and Robot Chicken. See, these are all these things. I was about to say that I thought it was Doctor Chicken. Robot Chicken. We should legit talk about because we happen to be friends with Bob Bergen, the nice? voice of Luke Skywalker. He yeah. was Luke Skywalker. You know, I never so watched cool. that because when it came out, I well, was too young. Well, you were too young. It was a little risque Aww. at times. Yeah. But you could, you need to watch it. It's Bob doing Luke's yeah, voice. Man. It's so funny. I follow an account on Facebook that's called Bob Bergen. It's something about Bob Bergen. So Bob it, Bergen. If, if you listen to this, Bob Bergen, you have a Facebook page. And I He's not listening on. to this. <laughs> He's not listening to this. <laughs> but we love you, Bob, even though yeah. you're not listening. We miss you guys. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a long time. Hope you're doing well. He's growing a um, quarantine beard. Oh. He posted ah, a picture the nice. other day. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, we digress. Yeah. So, episode 12. Yeah. In the special, books. Our very first special guest star. Woo. Woo. Thank you for joining us. Now go to bed. Okay. <laughs> follow me on TikTok. No. Don't. <laughs> no one follow her. She's follow 16 and a minor. Yeah, well, you better not. I don't want people oh. following oh. you. Okay. No. Bye, I'll go home. Oh, wait. Alright, so we're gonna wrap up. Yeah, hold on. Thank you for coming. Say goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Going to bed. And if you want to talk more once the Clone Wars is over and we we know once we know what this earth-shattering thing that happens is, maybe we'll need to talk to you more about it. I don't think I'm coming back if you have not told her snakes, though. Okay, well, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. All right, so Colin. Yeah. Oh. Delaney's so annoying. Actually, right oh my god. No, no, no! Come oh back, my. come back! You have to be part of the sign-off. Oh yeah. Oh. We do the same sign-off every time. She doesn't know what we do though. I know. Amy's sleepy. Okay. Um. So Colin and Delaney. Say yes. Yes. <laughs> See you around, kids.
Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.